The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 91 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Thursday, January 10th, 2019. I didn't mess that up. I'm your host, Eric Young. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, it's the first one of the new year. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good, man. <laughs> it is going good. I'm well-rested. Yeah. Ready to uh, ready to attack a new season here in, what, 38 days? I don't know. I'm not like even that? counting. I, I know it's coming. It's coming Well, quick. NASCAR Twitter's got, uh, got us <laughs> covered on the count, freaking countdown. They've been doing it since uh, 100 days. So that, I heard Denny Hamlin's a big fan of that. Oh, I think me and you know me and Denny, we probably could have a couple of a uh, couple of brewskis over our frustrations. <laughs> I tell you, wow! I was, man, to, dry, I was listening to Larry McReynolds dry. yesterday, and he says he loves it. He, he's he likes the reminder. So, yeah. Well, you know, how could you forget? <laughs> hey, I like the reminder. I would do it all year long if we could. Although I don't know, I've been busy enough. I don't need NASCAR right now. But uh, as a matter of fact, I, I mean, this was the one chance we had this week to get together, and we've managed to do it. Yep. Um, we got some news to talk about. I teased in the last episode a, a, a discussion topic that I do not have in the show notes and don't plan on doing tonight. So we'll do that in the future. Just trying to get a podcast out here during the off season and uh, run through some stuff. It, it should be short, which means, guess what, guys? Probably an hour and a half long. <laughs> so well just, i told my wife ready. tonight i said hey i'm gonna go do a recording with eric and i said it's gonna be a short one and she looked at me and laughed so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we'll do, we're gonna do it tonight's gonna be the night james under 45 minutes it's gonna let's happen. go all right we got this let's let's kick it off then all right so the big news we almost came on last week to talk about this but just couldn't find the time to do it so the news broke I think it was before Christmas, right? About the the FBI raiding the home of. It was right after. Well, it was either, no, it was right before Christmas because yeah, I think the article was December twentieth is the date. Yeah, because yeah. if you if if you want a, a fun little Twitter uh, read, there there was a big DC Solar uh, Christmas party. Oh yeah. And all the drivers were there, and there was a bunch of pictures, and then the next, I think it was either the next day or the day after. The news. Yes. Yeah, so federal agents raid the home and business of, uh, let's see, Jeff and Paulette Karpoff, owners of DC Solar and the Martinez Clippers Baseball Club. Um, this is courtesy of the Martinez News Gazette, which is the local paper there. Uh, the Let's see. The, the Karpoff's lawyer issued a statement to the Gazette. The Karpoff family was surprised and disappointed when the actions taken by the with the actions of the government taken earlier this week, which appear to relate to an ongoing tax dispute. They are longtime residents and supporters of the Martinez community who believe in our county, country, and all that it stands for. The Karpovs are grateful for the support, blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> this breaks, breaks, um, and then we start wondering, huh, what? Uh, what's going to happen to Ross Chastain? What's going to happen to Chip Ganassi Racing, who depends on sponsorship with from DC Solar? And like James said, what's going to happen to Ross Chastain, who just announced a full season deal with DC Solar and Chip Ganassi Racing in the Xfinity Series. And the shoe dropped on January 4th with a statement from Chip Ganassi Racing saying that they are closing the Xfinity team. 
Uh, due to lack of sponsorship funding, we will cease operation of the number 42 Xfinity team in 2019. This was a difficult decision for me to make, and it comes with much anguish as this is a championship caliber team, having won six races and finished second in the owner's championship. And more importantly, because it affects a number of good people's livelihoods, running a car without proper funding is difficult to do. This will not affect the uh, Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch teams in the Cup Series, although it will affect Kyle Larson it, because DC yes, Silver was a sponsor yeah. on the car, but it's not going to affect their full-time status and they're going to yep. still continue to field the team, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So Ross Chastain's out of a ride. I have not seen any updates. I don't know if you have, James, on his – I know he's still got the Cup plan next year. Yeah, he does not have a full-time Xfinity ride. Right, and probably so – I mean, I would, I would. It's think, late in the game. His his seat is at, it late um, in the game though for Xfinity. I mean, it's getting well, there. It's getting there. But we're talking, well, we're talking like November. The, we're talking like October, November in Cup right now. You're you're toward the, the end, but there's still a chance. Yeah. But the problem is, and the same thing is the problem with the Truck Series. There's no new seats opening up. There's no additional teams. Right. Everything is everything is being trimmed. Um, yes. Teams are going from three to two two to one and and in this case for chip ganassi it's one to zero right so that's that's the problem for chastain he's he's out of a championship level ride and he's back to where he started and even worse so because uh i believe blake koch has got his old ride okay so he uh and he's bringing funding Blake koch has his own his own sponsorship so he is bringing funding to the to the car that that uh, Chastain used to drive. Not to correct you publicly, but I think it is Blake Cook. I think is how you pronounce Cook? the name. Blake yeah. Koch, Cook. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I'm this, a Kush. I know this comes from the person. Right. This comes from the person that pronounced your name wrong for ten years. So yeah, so we're good. <laughs> Everybody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, in a, I mean, obviously, this isn't a good thing for Ross Chastain. In the grand scheme of things, is this? Is this a career ender for him, James, do you think? Or is this a career staller? Um, I will say right now it's a staller. Uh-huh. Uh, but if it doesn't – if he doesn't find a resolution by the middle of this season, it's – he's not going to get another chance. That's kind of what I think. I mean, I think what it comes down people to is – People will forget. People will forget. People will forget him. He needs, to, he needs to bring some sponsorship with him to be able to do – I mean, if he's got the sponsorship, somebody put him in a car. Yeah. But – he needs a sponsorship to do it, and, and we're learning that more and more right now. Um, yeah. and, and we can get into that discussion now, or we can wait until the end of the news, which we're oh, we might, talk yeah, about we might as, yeah, we might as well, because it's pretty much out of the same breath. Yeah, you know? so we'll, we'll we'll dig into that, and that'll probably be our big discussion topic of, of the podcast. So um, anything else to say there on that deal? I mean... I, you know, that's a bummer for Chastain. He, he proved he belonged um, with a good, solid team, yeah. and... It sucks for drivers like him who are very talented, but they don't they don't bring the backing with them. Right. And you're just out of a ride at this point, and it sucks. I mean, he he's a good driver. I would have liked to have seen what he could have done with a full season. You know, he probably would have been a championship contender. He'd have been a championship contender for sure, and yeah. likely a champion in the yeah. Xfinity series. It, yeah, that was a really good team too. Yeah. That team won. That team won. I think six races last year or something like that. So, it, yeah, that's that's a good team. Um, that's a good team that's going away, kind of watering down. We'll talk about this with the truck series a little bit too, but um, yeah, the the Xfinity series and the truck series are getting a little bit watered down. The the really good teams are getting smaller. They're they're 
there's fewer really good teams and there's there's really no middle class anymore right um and this is just another good team that's it's a shame it's a shame that we're losing these teams right yeah i I don't really have anything to add to it It, it's it's a bummer definitely a bummer for ross chastain i was a big fan of his last year and it was it was cool to see somebody essentially i don't want to say rise from the ashes but but make themselves noticed in an underfunded team to the point that they get an opportunity in a big team. I mean, this was, this was the Ryan priest story, but a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a guy taking the opportunities that he had and proven that he could do it. And, and uh, it's a bummer that he's, he's, I mean, it's, he's left out in the cold and not anything of his doing nothing he could have done about it. Um, And it sucks. So, and, and and this is, this is the nature of our sport right now. And you're going to see more stories like this. In fact, in about a couple minutes. Yes. (laughs) So before we get to that, some really big news broke uh, over the last two weeks. Um, I, nobody saw it coming at all. Daniel Suarez. (laughs) Uh, May last year, we kind of had a Daniel Suarez has a ride next year, James. And he's already driving the car. How about that? <laughs> right. Testing. So uh, Daniel Suarez joined, joined Stuart Haas Racing. No surprise at all. Everybody knew it was coming. It was pretty much when's the announcement going to come. And that's about all we have to say about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sounds like um, it does sound like Eris is not bringing as much money to the table. Right. I and think that could have been our Are they still staying with J- JGR some too? I don't know about that. I thought I'd heard I, something that they were still staying. Maybe that maybe they, maybe the discussion just was that they weren't bringing the full shebang with him. I know Haas, that there is a partnership there, but yeah, uh, Haas is still the main sponsor of the forty-one car. Yep. Uh, so that's kind of, and that must have been the holdup where they were trying to figure out how to do that. Probably whole deal. Um, but ne- neither here nor there. Daniel Suarez um, doesn't take a step back. He this is a lateral move. Yeah, well, for I, him, that, that's for what him, that I was, was going. I was going to ask you that because the, you know to make some discussion out of this topic that we've known for all this time, <laughs> is that you feel it's it's not a step up, step down. This is this is yeah, top tier team to top tier team. Okay. This is yeah, this and this Stuart Haas team may even be better. I just I well, think that's the what I'm that's what I'm wondering. I think this is a step up for Daniel Suarez. Yeah, the organization is not a step up. I mean, this is a this is a I mean, yeah. Gibbs and, and Haas are the class of the field. Right. I think I think as far as what support he's going to get out of his team, I think this is this is the step for him. This is he's. Yeah. This he's, was a championship caliber team last year. This team, well, he's, if things he's, sort of broke differently. Not to not to say anything bad about Joe Gibbs, but he's wanted where he's at right now, and he mm-hmm. wasn't as much at Joe Gibbs. I I feel. You know yes. what I mean? Because if if he was, they would have fought a little harder to figure out a way to keep him, and they would have not. What's the Joey Logano thing all over again? Exactly. You know exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Joe Gibbs, they got trucks. They did what they got to do. I mean. Someone's got to go. It's just the nature of the sport again, um, especially when there's when there's limits on the teams in the Cup Series. But uh, I, I think I think it's a step up for Daniel Suarez. I think this is a career move for him, and I think you might see him in victory lane this year. Yeah, possibly. I, I mean, there's, there's a pretty a, good chance. A, um, I was going to ask you too. How about that Goodyear tire test at Auto Club Speedway this week? What a group of three! If they could have picked a worse group of three drivers who don't like each other. <laughs> I didn't even You've pay got, attention. Who was there? So Joey Logano was there <laughs> testing with Daniel Suarez testing with Martin Truex Jr. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you've got Logano and Truex who obviously don't like each other right now. 
And you've got Suarez uh, testing with the team he literally just left. So what you're saying the is they were not eating lunch together. Well, they were driving pretty close to each other, but they were probably not having lunch as as drivers. Maybe uh, maybe Suarez and Logano, um, yeah. but I, I don't know. That was a, quite the interesting group of three drivers, I thought, to put at this test. That is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought I had something else to say, but um, yeah, I think I, I think it's a good move for Suarez. I think uh, everybody all around is going to be a good I think, move. Yeah, and, and you know, look at what happened with Eric Almirola last year. You know, that's that's your that that's your positive outlook right yeah. there. You know, Eric Amarola really never was much of a contender in the series um, last year, fifth in points. Well, what's so. funny is I feel like this is this is a win, win, win situation. This is a step up for Daniel Suarez. Joe Gibbs Racing takes a step up by getting Truex. And Truex, take, yeah. Truex takes a step up to go to JGR. So everybody's happy. Yeah, everybody wins. This yeah. is Stuart, Stuart Haas is basically buying low on a potential superstar talent. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say. I mean, this guy's an Xfinity Series champion. He's no slouch. I don't know if he's got the personality for it, but we'll see. Maybe. I mean, he, get but if his camera t- a little more. Sure, but if let's say uh, let's say this is the Joey Logano situation. Yeah. And you bring Dana Suarez in, and all of a sudden, boom, you're winning Daytona 500s and possibly a Cup Series championship. I I mean that that could happen. Yeah, it could. I don't, I don't know if he's a championship-level driver. We haven't seen that out of him in the Cup Series just yet, but we didn't see that uh, at Gibbs for Logano either. So Right. Well, we know he's a championship-level driver. He's done it in the other series. Well, yeah, so. in the experience. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's yeah. not, not, in the cup, not in the Cup Series yet. He hasn't done anything in the Cup Series to prove that he's that type of driver. Once you've yet. won a championship, you're definitely – I don't know. I guess I can't say that because Ricky Stenhouse is not a championship contender in the Cup Series. Yeah, so never mind. Stenhouse, never. Ricky Stenhouse has a pair of uh, Cup Series – or a pair of Xfinity championships. Yeah, never mind. Dale Jr. Dale Jr. won the Xfinity Series back when. Okay, he never won, mind. You know, Truex won his Xfinity Championships, and it was a long time and a lot of bad driving before he won his Cup Series That's championship. That's true, and Truex won it back when the Cup drivers were in the series and counted too, so. Yeah. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> uh, that was way more discussion on that than I expected, so it was good. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, it was big news, though. It was big. Yeah. Um, Jeff Gordon returning to Fox Sports, multi-year deal. I didn't see in the article how many deals those multi-years are. Um, but that's good. I, I think uh, I don't think anybody's going to be disappointed about that. There was, you know, talk that he was not signing on for the additional year because who knows what might happen with this or that or this and whatever. But uh, Gordon's coming back, and I think that's good for Fox. Yeah, it's a great move for Fox. Um, I'd wish that they'd skinny up that booth. I'm not going <laughs> to say any more after that. Uh, but there's definitely he, he's hinting at the Hendrick um, succession plan as well. So yep. Yeah, you'll probably see Jeff Gordon there for the duration of this contract, maybe one more. Uh, and then I think he'll probably come down out of the booth at some point. It sounds that's just the way I read his comments. You right. know, he was he was very to the point. Jeff was very, uh, very honest about his experience with the booth, which was cool. Good to see. Yep, I think it's great. I think having him having him on Fox is essential. Yeah, him, him being on Fox is like Junior being on NBC. Yeah, they exactly. both add great. a ton to the to the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, when they start getting Jeff Gordon to say boogity boogity boogity, I am done with Fox. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll say. Yeah, don't do that, Jeff. And now we get to the big news of the week. James, CMT has announced they postponed the airing of Racing Wives. I, honest to God, didn't even know that this happened until <laughs> I read it in the show notes that you had typed up. Were you aware of the show to begin with, at least? I was. 
I was. Okay, so for those of you who are not aware, um, they CMT was going to do this show that centered around of several of the racing wives. Um, Samantha Bush was on it. Uh, I believe Dylan. both of Dylan's wives were on it, right? Austin's Cross. wife was, I know. I've seen enough of Austin's wife on his Instagram feed. <laughs> I don't need to see her on TV anymore. So anyway, the, this was the plan, and it was supposed to be this great thing, and then they aired Here's? they aired a teaser trailer for it, and apparently it didn't go as expected, and it has been delayed. Here's my thought on this. If a show is so bad <laughs> that it can't get airtime on CMT, <laughs> can do we even bother ever showing it? Can we just like just forget that it <laughs> happened? Here's the thing: like, I feel like CMT would t- would take anything. No good is going to come from this show because you know this is a reality show about women in NASCAR. I, not to be, I'm not, I'm not being sexist. You know what this network is going for? This network is going for the cat fights. This network is going for these girls not getting along. They're going to try and play up these arguments that don't exist, and. <laughs> We just don't need this. We didn't. When they announced the show was happening, like I was a big fan of NASCAR Drivers 360 when it was on Fox because it followed the drivers and the families, and that's interesting to me. But this, this, they're no good. No good would have come from this. No, this is not. This is not the Real Housewives. Right. It's postponed until spring slash summer. Let's hopefully it's spring slash summer in like 2050. It's not coming out. This show's not. This show no, will not it's, air. It's not happening for sure. No, it's not going to air. Which is not a disappointment. If it does air, it's going to get like the three a.m. slot. Yeah. No filler. It's it, CMT pulled the plug for a reason. Yeah. I'm um, I'm good. I'm good with that. All yeah. right. Now the actual big news of the week. I think personally, it's not in the Cup Series, but it's in the Truck Series. Um, GMS Racing announces. What was it today? Yesterday yesterday yeah i saw well it started it's uh, over the course of a couple of days because Mm -hmm. uh one of the drivers involved was mad and Mm -hmm. and it's basically said the news before the news was (laughs) was announced so johnny sauter championship contender in the truck series gets the boot from his 21 truck at gms racing for brett moffett past last year's champion defending champion of the truck series brett moffett will drive the 24 truck for gms racing in 2019 now, remember, Brett Moffat lost his ride to, which I don't even know. Did we talk about it in here? We didn't talk about we, who took over his ride, right? No, because that, that just got announced earlier this week. Right. So Tyler Young, right, is taking over that ride? Is it Tyler Young? Is Tyler Young the one that's taking over that car, that truck? I thought it was something day. <laughs> I don't know. Crap. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought it was Tyler Young. I thought he was bringing sponsorship. In the, hold on, James. Let's fire up the old Google machine. Get on that Google machine. A little harder to find uh, truck series news on the Google. Google. <laughs> the Googer. The Googer. Uh, Might be the only place to get truck series news anymore is the Googer. I'm telling you, it's Tyler Young. Tyler Young. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> See, this is how prepared we are. Yeah, this is what happens during the off season. Okay. I have a feeling you're going to edit this portion. I don't know. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to edit it. <laughs> uh, I guess it depends on how long it takes me to figure out 
what the answer is. I thought it would be in the story that you linked, but uh, NASCAR.com not doing their job. Austin Hill, not Tyler Young. Austin Ah. Hill. Same difference. It's the same. It was he drove for the same team last year. Because Tyler Young drove the twenty, Austin Hill drove the zero two. So Austin Hill goes to Hattori Racing to drive in place of Brett Moffat because Austin Hill has sponsorship that he's bringing with him, whereas Brett Moffat did not have sponsorship, but apparently has more skill or promise than Johnny Sauter, and thus Johnny Sauter gets the boot and is not happy about it. James is Johnny. First of all, is Johnny Sauter right to be mad? Second of all. Is GMS right to make this decision? Well, if if uh, everybody thinks that Brett Moffat had a right to be ticked off for losing his ride, right? And Johnny Sauter has a right to be ticked off for the same thing happening to him, especially in freaking January. Yes, late because <laughs> Moffat, I believe, I was reading that Moffat is bringing a little bit of little bit of dollars with him, hmm. so he's got some sort of backing that to help fund the team. Okay, now. But the team is moving. The team is going down from three trucks to two. Right. They are getting rid of the twenty-one truck. Yeah. And they're on the twenty-four. So technically, Brett Moffat's not taking over. It's Justin Haley's. Yeah, he's taking Justin Haley's track. ride. But Johnny Sauter's <laughs> the odd man out. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I you know, NASCAR Twitter. Me and NASCAR Twitter are we're having a we're having beef right now. <laughs> See, I haven't um, been on NASCAR Twitter at all. I, oh, I open terrible. it for the podcast, just, and that's it. It's terrible. It's countdowns, and and it's just – it's a cesspool. <laughs> um, so NASCAR Twitter just gets all – Wait a minute. Off. I know you've been on there, too, because I saw you retweeting a Mick, uh, Nick Bromberg or liking him. Nick Brom, Bromberg. Oh, Bromberg's post. on it right now. He's on one. <laughs> Bromberg's really – I can't, he's I can't read his Twitter right now because he's going to be right, and I can't. <laughs> yeah, I just can't on. handle it. He's on the money right now. Yeah. Um, so Moffat, everybody throws a fit because Moffat's being, being replaced by a guy, you know, one of the funded kids, I guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the champion's out. Then I feel like nobody's mad that Johnny Sauter got the boot for Moffat <laughs> because everybody likes Moffat, but it's the same situation. Both I don't think a lot truck, of people like Johnny Sauter. Well, and that's probably part of Johnny Sauter. Johnny Sauter's like the Kyle Bush of the sure, and that's fine, and that's fine. Um, but still, these Johnny Sauter was also racing for a championship at Homestead right. last year. He was a Final Four driver. He I mean, I guess you, had, I guess you could call what he did at Homestead racing. Well, I mean, yeah, I know he had a bad. <laughs> um, but these guys both had six wins last year. Yeah. Sauter had technically had the better year, six wins, top 14, top five, 17, top tens to 13, top fives and top 13, top tens for Moffitt. Um, however, if I'm a team owner and I have, and I, and I want to replace Johnny Sauter. Yes. Give me Brett Moffitt. Yeah. More of a you know, future with Moffitt. Yeah. You get the younger up and coming talent. He's pretty much half his age, you know, Sauter's 40 Moffitt's 26. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, if I was an owner, I'd take Moffat all day. I just don't understand the outrage. I mean, this is the business. This is the business, man. It sucks that Moffat lost his ride, but it's a business. Yeah. Sports. How many championships did Johnny Sauter win in the truck series? I know he won, uh, 2016 or 2017. See, racing reference isn't showing me. They don't show me championships, do they? Hold on. Oh, I got it. It's coming. They must have a... 
they should show your uh, in overall career statistics. They will show rank. where they rank. Rank. Okay. Yeah. So he's got one championship in the truck series, 2016. <laughs> that's it. He finished second in 2017. Finished fourth the, uh, this past year. So final four, three years, and well, I guess when he won, there wasn't a final four. I don't know. I can't remember when they instituted the playoffs. So this would be my argument against Johnny Sauter. In 2011, he won two races. 2012, he won two races. He won three races in 2013. 2016, he won three. 2017, four. 2018, six. He's got one championship for those multi-year or multi-win seasons. Um, I I would argue that Sauter hasn't sealed the deal. Sauter, out of the out of the percentage of starts that Sauter has run he has a nine percent win rate or something like that okay. um moffitt's at 19 moffitt's much much higher yeah and this is i mean this is a good move for the for gms right i don't know i think it's a great move you, I, I, I mean how much longer you, can you you can't fault moffitt at all in this oh god no no uh no i don't i He's got to get a ride. The only you know? way you can fault GMS really is the the late notice on it, I guess. I mean, it sucks. It sucks for no, a guy to lose his ride. And yeah. today I was listening to Sirius, and they had Mike Skinner and Ron Hornaday on talking about it. And Hornaday was ticked off for solder, And rightfully so. I mean, the same thing happened to those guys. But it's the business, you know? Yeah. It is it's business. Sports, man. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and Hornaday's probably ticked off because he was that guy. He was old man driver. Right. He was really successful and lost his ride. Yep. And that happens. So, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's a bummer for Sauter. I do hope he winds up somewhere. Um, but, I mean, that's that's what happens, especially when you – this series used to be the retirement series for Cup, and it's not anymore. It's it's the breeding ground. This is the first step of three to get to the – or two, yeah. three, three. First step, step of three to get to the, the Cup series. You, yeah. you start here, yeah. you bump up to Xfinity, and then you go to Cup. And so – well, how many times have we talked about you and I? How many times have we talked about guys um, wanting to go out on their own terms? You right. know, Matt Kenseth, so on and so forth. If you're in the truck series, chances are you're not going to be going out on your own terms yeah. at this age. You no. know, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing the guy for being 40 because that's not that's not it. It's just that's it's the way it is, man. Yeah. It's you know, you're you're 40. He's 26. He's a champion. You're you're a champion, but he's got a future. Yeah. How much of a future does Johnny Sauter have? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he probably could drive that truck for the next five, six years and continue to crank out top five points finishes and be just fine. But I don't know. The team wants to make a splash. Get that guy. Get Moffat. Yeah, they, they Moffat's open. Your championship caliber team. GMS Racing is a top team in in the truck series. They got to go for Moffat. It's a good move for Moffat too because they have the Xfinity affiliation that they could. Yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah. is. Oh, this, this is this definitely could be a good... a Moffitt. This is a career move yeah. for Moffitt for sure. Yeah. Sauter's not going up. He yeah. ain't going anywhere. Sauter's stuck. He's go, he's going to be a truck series driver the rest of his career. But right. Moffitt, Moffitt's got, he wants to get back to cup series. Right. So and if he goes, goes to GMS, does a year here, you no know, next year Xfinity. And then boom, you know, he could be in cup or just, just like that. There's a, there's a path for him. So let's, let's play this game then. Let's, I mentioned, we'd talk a little bit about the current nature of the sport and, I don't think anybody can realistically argue that this is a good sign between this and the, and the Ross Chastain deal and some of the other stuff that we've seen go down this past year. I don't think anybody can argue this is good 
for NASCAR. No. Period. There's no, there's getting... no if you're arguing this is good for NASCAR, you've got blinders on. I'm sorry, Dave Moody. <laughs> but you can't argue that this is a good thing for NASCAR. No, period. No, I, I and I heard the argument that this is actually good because it's gonna help build up the smaller teams. Yeah, baloney. That's such crap. Yeah. <laughs> you no. know? Like I don't know. You have to have highly competitive teams. And if the highly competitive teams are going away, yeah. if the highly I mean, competitive teams can't afford to stay afloat, what does that say for the underfunded teams in the last? Yeah. In the last, in, in this, in this off season alone that I can think of off the top of my head, we've lost a cup series championship team gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone forever. Uh, we've lost the second and owner points co- uh, contender for the Xfinity series championship gone. <laughs> and you've lost now, another championship ride with, you know, GMS code going from three to two. Right. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's your lemonade getting watered down, man. Yeah. It, it tastes really great, but you keep adding water to it. It's going to get bland. And that's, that's where we're at right now. So. And it hurts worse than the truck series and Xfinity series, because there's not a lot of great teams to begin with. Right. So I'll ask you this question and I'll answer it after, or well, I'll halfway answer it. So the question is, how do you fix it? And my answer is you have to find a way to get the sponsorship requirement, the sponsorship um, pressure off the driver. The driver should not be the one shopping sponsorships back, you know, you know, 10 years ago, it was the team that got the sponsorship and then they picked up the driver, but it's not like that anymore. These drivers are the ones that are having to take, bring these sponsorships with them. And you're asking this unrealistic demand of a driver to go out and find their own sponsorship. It's almost like the, the team owners are taking a lazy approach to it. And it's not, I'm not blaming the team owners for it because it's the sponsors that want to attach themselves to, you know, the, the, the good driver, the, the winning drivers. And this is me saying this is a halfway answer because I don't know how you get that pressure off of the driver but I feel like that's where it has to start. We need to stop the, the burden of getting the sponsorship shouldn't be in the driver's hands. Right. And these drivers are making less and less money. Right. But being, but being required to bring on more and more money. Yeah. It's a broken system. It really is. And I, I think, you know, NASCAR is working on the ownership structure and all this stuff. And, and we've had these charters and the charters obviously aren't really doing anything. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're they are adding some value. But you see the numbers that these teams are that these chargers are being sold for. Yeah, it ain't much. It, no. It's pennies, pennies on the dollar. No, and somebody's still making freaking money on this thing. I'm telling you. Oh, NASCAR. Lots of money being made on this, and it's time for, it's time for some redistribution you know of, of the yeah. wealth in this series. Oh yeah. You know who's making money? NASCAR and the racetracks. Yep. And, and the teams and everybody else are getting scraps. Yep, they are, and it, you know it's in, but they're the ones that are footing the bill to put this stuff on, and and it's. Something needs to change. It really does. Um, yeah. I, I, the, the thing that concerns me is if if NASCAR continues down this path, where do we go? I mean, like, there's not another option, <laughs> you know? No, no they it's just trending. Bought, they just bought the other option. So stock car racing's done if NASCAR goes under. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying NASCAR is going under. But they're on a downward slope. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, and, there's a bottom. There's a bottom eventually. Yeah, and hopefully we don't hit it. Right. But man, we're we are getting closer to the bottom every week. My I feel concern like. isn't NASCAR going away. My concern is the Truck <laughs> Series going away, the Xfinity Series going away, the Feeder Series going away, K and N, ARCA, 
Yeah. That's what I'm concerned with because when that starts happening, then you really got to be worried about the top. But I yeah. don't want to lose any of those either. I mean, I still think the truck series is the best series we've got. And I want the truck series to be successful. And, yeah. you know, and, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm all about going to short tracks and we've talked about that and that'll bring some fans in. That is not going to make the teams more money because all that's going to do is bring more money into NASCAR and the people who are making the money, not the people that need the money. So, yeah. Yeah, they gotta figure something out soon. I, you know, I hope they're thinking about it. I hope Steve Phelps is up there, you know, doing his thing. But yeah, it's just sad. I mean, it's become the norm. There's so much negativity online when it comes to the sport. You know. Yeah. It, it's just, it's hard not. It's hard to escape it. And when your core fan base, the people who really care, are just sucked in with negativity all the time. Right. It's not. I mean. People are going to want to go to where they are happy. You know, they don't want to spend time with something that that is not, you know, not bringing them joy. Right. I mean, that's the way I feel sometimes. And I'm like, man, I got to deal with it. You know, I don't want to, you know, keep reading all this negativity. And, you know, whenever there's a bad story that comes out, there's a a million comments and retweets and all this. You know, it's just it's it's been rough. You know, this past couple of years have been really really rough but you know the racing has not suffered as much uh, and hopefully you know hopefully we can generate some more excitement this coming year and get you, things on the right track you will not hear first of all i've tended to not be very negative about this stuff because i don't want to be i want to look at the positive side oh, of things but exactly, we got to talk about yeah. it we can't ignore it um you will not hear me being negative about the rules package First of all, I've, I think I've been pretty positive about it since they've announced that it's happening. Yeah. But you will not hear any negativity out of me from that until yeah. about halfway through the season next year. If it's if it's just going to hell next season, then I'll start getting on it. But until then, yeah, I'm I'm all in on this sucker. I think yep. I was listening to him talk about it the other day and how much ho- more horsepower they feel like they have than what the All Star package was. I think it's promising. Um, I'm excited to see what it brings us the first few races of the year. So. Um, no negativity there from me, but this, this, this stuff is disturbing. It, it, no, oh, yeah, they, yeah, hopefully people are working on it. I know, I know they, I know they want to yeah. be, I know they've got ideas, but they need to get something going. Yep. Yeah. And you know, there hasn't, there has been some good things out there. You know, I've heard that they're going to move the banquet to Nashville, yep. which make, leads me to believe that, well, if they're going to move the banquet to Nashville, we're going to go cup series racing yeah. in Nashville. <laughs> um, so that's, you know, that's pretty exciting stuff. And I, uh, I saw, Actually, I wanted to figure out a way to tie this in. I think I found it. <laughs> um, so Jeff Gluck had asked people, you know, people who left NASCAR, why, how would you, you know, what would get you to come back? Right. So somebody did uh, graphs and pie charts of the responses. Okay. And the biggest ch- chunk to get NASCAR fans back is track variety. <laughs> and I think, you know, you and I are on the same page there, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, you know, you start mixing up the schedule, get fans excited again. Money starts flowing again. Sponsorships come in. You know, that that could be the way, you know? My thing second, is... Second on that list is closer racing, and I think we're, you know, NASCAR's yeah, we're obviously that. trying to do that. They're trying to do it. Yep. Um, I don't feel like we have too many mile-and-a-half tracks. We just go to them too many times. Yeah. Yep. We, One the, time a year. Yep. That'll be fine. There's no reason to go to any of those mile-and-a-half tracks more than once. Maybe yeah. Charlotte. No. Forget Charlotte. No, well, Charlotte, we got the Roval now, so hopefully we've got that fixed. So here's here's something I thought of. This this coming out of nowhere, and this is going to extend the podcast. We're almost at 25 <laughs> minutes, so so I lied to you guys as usual. Um, 
what if the way to dip the toe in Cup Series racing at Nashville is the All Star race? That would be my that would be my guess. We run an Xfinity and a Truck Series weekend with the All Star race as the marquee event. We don't have a full field of Cup cars there. We show what we can do on that track with a small field of Cup cars, and there you go. You got your Cup cars at Nashville, yep. and it's not a regular season event, and yeah, that makes that. something special out of the all-star race as well yep i'm all for that man i think it'd be cool i'm excited yep. to see what happens in nashville i, I really am I, I think i think everything's pointing pretty strongly to we're gonna have some nascar race in there and as you said the more of the stuff that happens the more it's pointing that we're gonna have a cup race there which yeah. is great yeah and that excites us i mean we're we're both you know we're both advocates of variety in the schedule i think i think almost everybody is drivers too you know everybody wants more variety in the schedule and here's the thing if these guys are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to redo the grandstands at some of these tracks that we have why can't we spend a hundred million dollars in nashville and make that into a cup track yeah yeah you know i mean the tracks there let's add let's add seats to a track for once yeah right no kidding (laughs) (laughs) that would be some positive news man no kidding no kidding when do they start when do you think they start tearing stands out of bristol Oh, I hope that doesn't happen, but man, it's such a bad, it's such an eyesore now. I'll tell you what, man, I going back and watching some of the nineties races where you can actually see outside of the track is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the place is cool now, but I've never been there either way. Hopefully, hopefully that changes in April really crossing my fingers. That works out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it might be kind of neat to open that place. I mean, the people, be... the people that die or that don't die, but that, deal with carbon monoxide poisoning while they're there would probably really enjoy it being opened up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Thunder Valley, baby. Yep. <laughs> it's so cool to watch those old nineties and, and two thousands uh, races when that place was just jamming. It's cool to watch any of those races when they go down the backstretch at any track and the car is like six and a half inches off the ground. Oh, bouncing, <laughs> like, just bouncing yeah. down the straightaway. Charlotte, when they used to hit the, the crossover on the backstretch and they'd bounce. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so great. Those, yep. those are the days. Racing wasn't as good as we remem- remember it, but it's still pretty dang neat to go back and watch that stuff. Oh, heck yeah, man. Absolutely. I agree. <sighs> Any other news that we missed, James? I think anything on the news front, I think, uh, you know, I think I think we covered everything right there. I mean, we really dug deep on the uh, racing uh, the racing wives on CMT. Yeah, so I know. That's everybody, yeah. what everybody's listening for. I didn't want to miss out on it. I mean, I felt like that was that was the money. That was the money discussion this week. I'm going to put that in the teaser, and we are going to our hits are just going to fly this week. Wait, this is, this Samantha is the Bush one. is going to Samantha Bush is going to tweet at us, get all mad. Yeah, it's going to be great. Hey, Samantha, Samantha tweeted at me before. I got I got a retweet from Samantha. That's nice. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, back I think two years ago, last year, two years ago, when I took the picture of her and Braxton on pit road. So, yeah, that's that's how you do it. Yep, that's what you got to do. Um, any shout outs, James? Uh, I don't have a specific shout out, but I do have a suggestion. Okay. If you are subscribed to HBO and you're a Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan, uh, there is an episode of Real Sports yeah. with Bryant Gumble, and it is a feature on Dale Jr. post career. Um, not a whole lot of stuff that we didn't really know, but they they get some pretty good stuff. It, Veep's, um, Veep's not back yet, is it? When does Veep come back on? I don't know when Veep comes back on, but uh, True Detective's coming back this week. See, I still haven't caught up on Silicon Valley. I got to watch the last season of Silicon Valley, and I've, I've been waiting for Veep. And as soon as Veep comes back, dude, I was going to get HBO. Dude, they had 
Game of Thrones footage this week. <sighs> Game of Thrones and sucks. I'm telling you Game what. Game of Thrones I'm is like kidding. NBA basketball, James. Nobody nah. cares. Oh, I don't care about NBA basketball anymore either, <laughs> pretty much. But, but my, my wife my wife was not aware of the Malice in the Palace. I, I had to school her on the Malice in the Palace. The when? When did this discussion happen? We I don't remember what we were talking about. I remember about. where I was when the Malice in the Palace. <laughs> I know people who were in the building of the Malice in the Palace. I don't even watch basketball and I knew about the Malice in the Palace. Um I don't we were talking about oh, we were talking about the Pacers and I said I hate the Pacers and I couldn't remember why I hate the Pacers. I just knew that I hate, hated the Pacers and I'm like Maybe it was the Pacers were in the Malice in the Palace, but they weren't. It wasn't. It was. Uh, it was the Pacers, yeah. Or no, the Malice, the Palace. I'm, no, the Celtics. Celtics are the ones that I, Celtics, that I was saying yeah. that I hated. The Pacers were the ones I was getting them confused. But yeah, so so I I, I mentioned the Malice in the Palace, and she's like, "What was what's that?" I'm like, "You don't know about the Malice in the Palace?" So we watched that seven or that, eight minute video that, the live that footage from it. That hasn't changed arena sports forever. I'm my actually surprised it didn't change them more than it oh did. If, if you want some good reads, I don't know how I went from Dale Jr. on HBO to this, but <laughs> if you want a good read, there's some good oral histories out there of the Mouse at the Palace. Okay. My favorite quote ever is from that when Ron Artest was sitting in the locker room quiet and nobody was speaking because of all the crazy, and he looked up and asked his teammate, do you think we're going to get in trouble? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. If, you, if you're not familiar with the malice in the palace, go check it out. 2004, right? I think that was, um, yeah, I believe Oh four or Oh five. The Pistons were championship contenders at the time. So yeah. they were, yeah, it was right in that, right in that area. Yeah. Big, uh, brawl with the fans yeah. at the palace. Good yeah, stuff. that guy tried to square up and punch uh, one of the Pacers and got absolutely <laughs> unloaded on. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, those were uh, those were the days, man. <laughs> yeah, sports were fun back back in the day. Yeah, um, I do have a shout out that I want to throw out here um, since he's a, a friend of the show and a former co-host on the show for one episode. Uh, Aaron Bearden kind of pushing his own thing a little bit this off season. Started the Motorsports Beat. Um, check him out on patreon.com slash Aaron Bearden 93. Um, he's got some stuff on there about what he's doing. Basically motorsports beat, creating unique content and an email newsletter for racing fans. Kind of his deal that he was doing with Jeff Gluck at the end of last season with the morning warm up newsletter. And, uh, anytime, you know, we're, we're trying to get started out in this thing. Anytime somebody is getting some traction and getting somewhere with it is pretty cool. So, um, Aaron's a good guy. His coverage is good. If you can handle his puns. Um, definitely check him out if you haven't already. We've talked about him plenty on the show. Like I said, he was on the show. I think it's our top rated show ever on the podcast. No offense, James. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah, definitely check it out. Aaron Bearden's good guy. Uh, Aaron Bearden, 93 on Twitter as well. So, Yeah, and he, if anybody could get it started and get it pulled off, um, I think he has enough of a following that he might be able to get this thing going. And this dude's a worker too. Like he, yeah, he'll 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 make it happen. The travel no... he's done, like every time I see him at the track, he's like half asleep because he's been traveling all night and slept in his car and whatever to get there. So, yeah, I feel he'll like I'm done. pretty dedicated. He's I feel like fa- I feel like Aaron's got me yeah. beat by a lot. <laughs> yeah, and and Jeff Gluck is is uh, an avid supporter of his. Yes. So. And, and Jeff, if, if Jeff is willing to push for him, then yeah, that's, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. If Jeff said he's a good guy. Pox, I'm still hearing to hear what Pockers is doing. No yeah. news on Pockers. I haven't heard anything either. He's still tweeting, <laughs> doing his thing. Well, he's still he, tweeting he, he, ESPN stories. So 
he posted uh, he posted an ESPN story this week. So hey, speaking of that, okay, I'm gonna go on a soapbox here for a second. I think I did a little bit in the last podcast. So today, I'm pulling notes for the show, and the easiest way to do show notes to go through the news items is just to go to JSKI and scroll down the list. Um, I like to give credit to whoever ri- like wrote the actual story. Um, so I don't, uh, I don't usually stick on the JSKI thing. I just find it for the news and I'll try and click through their links to go to, um, go to the actual story. But let me, let me use an example here real quick. So here's the thing with JSKI. Like I'm okay. I'm a journalist, right? Like this NASCAR journalism thing is something I'm trying to do for, for fun and try and get some traction with. But my actual day job is being a journalist and we are taught not to, if you use somebody else's story, you don't put your name on the story. So here's a, here's the story on the Jeff Gordon thing on Jayski. Jeff Gordon returning to Fox sports and multi-year deal by Scott. Well, it doesn't say by, it just says Scott page ESPN at the top, leading me to believe that Scott page of ESPN wrote the story that's on Jayski. Jeff Gordon's second NASCAR career as a TV analyst isn't coming to an end anytime soon. The four-time Cup Series champion will be inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame next month. It's the first two sentences of the story. So I click, scroll down to the bottom of this article, and there's a link to motorsport.com by Jim Utter. The four-time, <laughs> the four-time Cup Series champion who will be inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame next month has agreed. So I guess I guess they rewrote it, but oh, it's just dry. The, this is the internet in uh, 2019, Eric. I'm sorry. <sighs> no, it's it actually, I take that. NASCAR Hall of Fame next month. Has agreed. Standard. Yes, it's the exact same thing. There's the whole standards article. are gone. There are no. <coughs> yeah, there so are I, no more I take that back. I didn't read it right. The, the entire article is just copy and pasted. It's not rewritten at all. This yeah. is irritating. Yeah, irritating. So I'm fine. Look, I'm fine with Jayski running the story, and I'm not blaming Jayski specifically. I'm fine with the story being on Jayski, but put freaking Jim Utter's byline on it. And yeah. look. I'm not going to advocate for Jim Utter ever, <laughs> but put his byline out. He wrote the story. He did the work. Don't take his, take credit for it. Oh just my summar- God. If, if anything, just type up a uh, one paragraph summary and put a link to the actual story. on Right. There. Is it really that bad? Right. And I'll give them credit. They do link to it at the bottom, but who's going to click on do. the link? <laughs> so in my profession, we get articles all the time that we can use. Uh-huh. Um, Sometimes we can copy and paste and post them, and that's fine. We pay for the service. Right. Um, but sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't, and we have to type up a summary and send a link. We don't type up the whole thing and right. take it. That's what we have. We have, a, a, you know, a contract with AP. We run AP stories. We run them in our paper, but we don't put our byline on them. Right. You know? AP. Yeah, Associated Press. That's – it's like – My God. All right. I'm off my soapbox now. A great soapbox to, to start on. the year God, that irritates me. All right. Uh, James, where can they find you on social media if they want? Where can they find you to annoy you? If they uh, really want to just get under your skin and well, maybe, like, I don't know, count down the start of the Daytona 500. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is also a good place. It's, it's the same. It's at James Cush, my name, on, on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Just <laughs> just annoy me. It's fine. There you go. I'm already in the cesspool. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at TSuperSpeedway. Um, except during the off season where I try to avoid it like the plague. So you can also find me at Eric eight one nine nine on Twitter. Sorry. It's going to be a lot of hockey stuff. Cause that's what I'm doing right now. 
Um, Doing a great job, by the way, everybody. (laughs) Just so you know, like Eric takes these incredible sports photos. So check them out, please. I just push the button on the camera. The camera does all the work. So yeah, but they, you're doing a great job, man. You're working really hard. It's awesome. (laughs) I got to see, I, for the listeners out there, Eric and I saw each other in person for the first time in what? Seven or eight months. It's been a while. It's been a while. So you, people would think that we see each other all the time. No, it's not the case. The best part is, is like, we hardly even talk much. I mean, well, especially during the off season, like I scrolled through my, even my text messages to find you today to say, Hey, are you good to go tonight? And like, you were way down the list. So it's like, we're taking some time. We needed a break from each other. Yeah. (laughs) When, when the racing seasons actually happen and we, text back and forth we text a lot quite during a the bit. Week. oh yeah no we do text quite a bit but i know you've been busy spirit hockey and you know i'm busy running around like god knows where <laughs> my two-year-old's really pushing my buttons right now <laughs> yeah i got to meet no. that, was, that was that was my first time meeting her right yeah you got to meet ellie yeah, yeah. i mean i've talked to her t- before on the podcast well not live yep. on the podcast but, but she didn't she didn't talk to you in person yet i don't think we can well she no. kind of did she yeah. said bye yeah, yeah she, a little bit it was, she was more into whatever the mascot was doing. Yeah. She was At least she was not scared of the mascots. That's that's good. You know what ticks me off, too, is we go to Santa Claus, and we try to get these nice pictures <laughs> over Christmas, and she won't go see him. But, but oh, no, the Sammy, Sammy Spirit, he's cool. So she's two, right? She's two. Just turned two. So you guys, I mean, she's still pretty young. Have you guys had a stranger, the stranger conversation with her, like don't go to strangers and stuff, or is it too early still? It's still too early. We don't have a whole lot of stranger opportunities. She's either – somebody's always there right now. So instead but... of talking to her about strangers, you guys just take her and sit her on a stranger's lap and tell her to smile for a picture. Yeah. It's, Aaron, and I, <laughs> no, Aaron and I had this conversation with Santa, and we say to her like, – yeah, because we say to her like you know, you, you're, you're taught your whole life. Mm-hmm. Stranger danger. Yep. And then you you got to go. See, I hated Santa too. I don't blame her. I mean, I I still don't I'm like. Santa. I ever got gifts. To be honest <laughs> with you. Oh God. Yeah. All right. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/the-super-speedway. You can find us on the web at www.thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the show notes on there, po- old podcasts, uh, whatever else we've done, some stories, photos, etc. Um, I almost didn't do show notes for tonight. I almost just winged it, but I put some together, so they'll be up there. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. I've said this before, but hopefully more places soon. I need to do some research and get us out a few more places. Uh, speaking of Patreon, we mentioned Aaron's Patreon. If you check out Aaron, we hope you check us out as well. Uh, Patreon.com slash the Super Speedway. There's ways to become a part of the show. Help fund what we're doing. Uh, get us out to the racetrack. And, uh, yeah, I could I could use the help this year. I'm planning on... Planning on about four or five races and uh, a little money in the pocket would help go a long ways towards uh, like hotels and all that stuff. It's pretty expensive. It's kind of, you know, it's, you get on the track for free, but the track's not usually the expensive part of the yeah. trip. So, right. So any help would be appreciated. But uh, if you guys like what you like, what you're seeing, like what you're hearing, you enjoy the podcast, we'd uh, love for you to become a Patreon over there. So um, anything else, James? I think we wrapped it up. No, I think we're good, man. All right, I'm gonna hit the right button this week when we head on out of here. Um, we'll be back again before Daytona sometime. I don't know. No promises. Can't promise it'll be next week. Maybe a week. Might, maybe another week. Maybe after two that. weeks. Heck, we almost went three weeks. So anyway, yeah. we'll be back. Just keep watching for us. Please subscribe, uh, and we'll pop up in your little podcast player when uh, when there's a new episode. So check us out then. Follow us at, at uh, Facebook to get updates as well. Until then, everybody, let's go racing.